0: News. It's one o'clock. I'm Aaron Tam. The headlines. A major government reshuffle sees John Lee replace Matthew Chung as chief secretary. Two U.S. senators have called on President Biden to impose sanctions on those responsible for Apple Daily's closure, including foreign banks. And an infectious disease expert has welcomed reimposing a 21-day quarantine on U.K. arrivals. Security Secretary John Lee has been appointed as Hong Kong's new chief secretary, becoming the city's first top minister with a police background. Current police chief Chris Tang will in turn take his place as the se- security secretary. Even though former police officers will now occupy two of the territory's most important positions, Chief Executive Carrie Lam says the appointments were made on merit and dismissed suggestions that they're a sign that the SAR is becoming some sort of a police state. Richard Pine reports. Carrie Lam introduced her new top officials at a
1: press conference, saying Beijing had approved the appointments on her recommendation. John Lee replaces career bureaucrat Matthew Cheung as chief secretary. He spent almost four decades as a police officer before joining the security bureau. And the CE says while it's true that his experience has mostly been related to law enforcement, he is the best man for the job, even without extensive experience in the other policy areas that he'll have to deal with as her right-hand man. One is looking for uh, leadership, vision, uh, diligence, and also a commitment to serve the community of Hong Kong. Of course, uh, for people who have extensive experience in a diversity of areas, that may be helpful, uh, but I don't think that is a prerequisite. So uh, the mere fact that a particular candidate um, does not have that full range of experience uh, is not one of the uh, most important factors. So I have every confidence that with John's uh, rich experience and the leadership and capability he has demonstrated in various positions in the government,
2: he would be able to uh, perform very well.
1: Police Commissioner Chris Tang replaces John Lee as security chief. In brief remarks, he said he'd do his best to protect national security. One of his deputies, Raymond Sue, will take his place as the top cop. Carrie Lam also urged people not to speculate on the significance of having two former police officers on her ministerial team, stressing that the appointments were made purely based on merit. Even though this major reshuffle is coming with just a year left in her administration, Mrs Lam said it's a good time now to step
0: forward and start anew. Outgoing Chief Secretary Matthew Cheung is leaving almost after five decades in government. He didn't say whether it was his idea to leave, only saying he's grateful for the trust and support that he had been given by the central government and all the chief executives he's worked for.
1: It has been my true honor and privilege and given me much satisfaction to have served the Hong Kong community for nearly 50 years in various positions, especially in my service for the country, and the Hong Kong Special American Region, as well as, of course, participation in the implementation of the very important one country, two systems uh, arrangement since Hong Kong's return to the Motherland.
0: Carrie Lam thanked him for his tireless service, saying he made great contributions to Hong Kong. She said she wished him good health and a happy life. Two leading U.S. senators have called on President Biden to impose sanctions on those responsible for the closure of Apple Daily newspaper, including foreign banks. Republican Senator Pat Toomey and Democrat Chris Van Hollen said their Hong Kong Autonomy Act required mandatory sanctions on people and entities that directly undermined Hong Kong's autonomy and secondary sanctions on banks doing business with them. They said the breathtaking crackdown on Apple Daily, the arrest of its executives and the freezing of the company's assets resulted in the paper's closure. Banks including Citi and HSBC have previously said they must comply with the laws and regulations of the countries in which they operate. An infectious disease expert says a high viral load of the Delta COVID variant in sewage in Taipo means there must be a number of sufferers there. Authorities will confirm today if a 27-year-old airport worker in Taipo is the city's first local case of the variant. Joseph Tsang welcomed the reimposing of a 21-day quarantine on UK arrivals where the Delta variant is prevalent. He said sufferers may not know they have it because of the absence of fever
2: getting fever is much lower than before. The main symptoms for the Delta variant usually includes headache, around 60% cases with severe headache, as well as to have a sore throat and a sneezing, running nose, which also account for another 50% to 60%. So somehow people may not be able to pick up those symptoms because without any fever at all, and not able to appreciate that he or she may somehow already
0: Mainland state media say a fire tore through a martial arts training center in Henan province this morning, killing at least 18 people. The blaze at Shangqiu City also wounded 16. It's unclear what caused the fire. Japan is to give a million additional doses of AstraZeneca vaccine, each to Taiwan and Vietnam. The Japanese Foreign Minister Toshimitsu Motegi said arrangements were also being made to send a million doses each to Thailand, Malaysia, Indonesia and the Philippines. The fate of roughly 120 million doses of AstraZeneca was up in the air in Japan earlier after the government paused the rollout of its use, given reports of negative side effects in other countries. The Canadian Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, says his country must learn from the mistakes of the past after the second find in a month of unmarked graves at former Roman Catholic residential schools. Cowess' First Nations said ground-penetrating radar had found 751 bodies, but it said the site in Saskatchewan was believed to contain the graves of adults as well as unknown number of children. The Chief of the Federation of Sovereign Indigenous Nations in Saskatchewan, Bobby Cameron, said this discovery won't be the last.
2: We are seeing the results of the genocide that Canada committed here. We will find more bodies and we will not stop until we find all of our children. We will do a search of every Indian residential school site and we won't stop there. We will also search all of the sanatoriums, Indian hospitals and all of the sites where our people were taken and abused, tortured, neglected and murdered.
0: U.S. President Joe Biden says a deal has been reached with Democrat and Republican senators on rebuilding and modernizing America's aging infrastructure. The bipartisan agreement comes after weeks of tense negotiations and now needs to be sold to Congress. Mr. Biden initially wanted $2 trillion to overhaul and upgrade America's roads, bridges and transport, but he backed a $1.2 trillion package. He said the deal was badly needed.
2: The investments we'll be making as a result of this deal are long overdue. They'll put Americans to work in good-paying jobs, repairing our roads and our bridges. They'll deliver high-speed Internet to every American home, bringing down the price that people pay now for Internet service, and they'll close the American digital divide.
0: Democratic Senator Kristen Sinema praised the deal's benefits.
2: It invests in green energy and climate, recognizing the changing nature of our country and our future. It invests in broadband in our power grid in our structures, and we are delighted to go back to the Hill and begin earning more support from both Republicans and Democrats to get this bill across the finish line.
0: But the president and Democrat leaders have also said the bill should be passed in tandem with a human infrastructure bill. This would increase spending on home health care, child care and paid leave. Republicans have already made clear they are not prepared to do this. A search and rescue operation is continuing in Miami where a 12-story apartment building collapsed, leaving 99 people unaccounted for. One person is confirmed dead. These witnesses at the scene expressed their shock.
1: We have friends who have family that live in the building. You know, we don't even know if they're okay. Some of them are okay. We don't know if the rest are okay. We really, like, it's just, you know, like, like, it's very shocking. Like, we're shook. We're pretty shook. Literally the entire half of the building is completely... Demolished and on the floor in pieces and everything, and I have no words to explain really what's going on in my
0: Leaders of the European Union's biggest member states have been pressing an EU summit to renew the bloc's direct contacts with Russia, which were broken off when Moscow annexed Crimea seven years ago. German Chancellor Angela Merkel and the French President Emmanuel Macron have said the EU can't leave it to President Biden after his summit with President Putin, but others have warned that Russia won't respect unilateral concessions. Stocks. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 29,209, 334 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $77 billion. Currencies. The US dollar is trading at 110.83 yen. The euro is standing at 1 US dollar and 19 cents. The pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 81 cents. Hong Kong football champions Kichi are hoping their good form can carry over to their next Asian Champions League match against Japan's Cerezo Osaka. Kichi marked their return to the competition last night with a 2-0 win over Port FC in Thailand, where all the Group J matches are being played over two weeks. Dejan Demjanovic scored Kichi's second goal to match Lee Dongguk's record for most Asian Champions League goals with 37. Cerezo defeated Guangzhou 2 0. Our football commentator, Chris KL Lau, says Kichi will need their stars to deliver once again when they play Cerezo on Sunday.
2: Kichi will have to again display their grit and persistence, which they showed last night, and be equally, if not more, disciplined in defense if they want to gain a result. Serizou did beat Guangzhou FC, though Kichi should actually be a sterner test. Sheraldo Azaka's main striking friends come from Australian striker Adam Taggart and their influential attacking midfielder Horishio Kayotake, known for his intricate passes and assists. Kichi's Dejan Devanovich will be keen to steal his place in history by simply scoring one more goal to become the Asian Champions League's all-time highest scorer. Here's the chances over these good games. Expect an exciting game and possibly a Kichi win.
0: Now to Euro 2020. The England midfielder Jordan Henderson says Germany are a team that cannot be taken lightly. The two sides are set to meet in the last 16 at Wembley. The Germans were heading for an early exit, but they survived thanks to a late equaliser from Leon Goretzka in the final group game against Hungary. Germany have won only five of their last 12 games. Henderson says none of that matters when the two nations take to the pitch on Tuesday. Look
1: at the players they've got quality all over the pitch going to be a very tough test in games like this it's not necessarily about form it's about whoever's better on the night and who puts the better performance in is is going to have more chance of winning and we need to make sure that we're 100% ready and I'm sure we will be.
0: The last 16 kicks off tomorrow night with Denmark versus Wales in Amsterdam. The Welsh attack is led by the four-time Champions League winner Gareth Bale. But the Denmark forward Andreas Cornelius says the Real Madrid forward isn't the only threat posed by Wales. I would say that we should be aware of uh, Bale. He, he, he's got so much quality that we need to be focused on him. and um, not giving away uh, free kicks and, and counter-attacks. So, so we have to be careful with him, but but not too much. I mean, the other players can also play football, so it's not, uh, it's not like it's just a one-man army. Wales manager Rob Page believes Denmark will be a challenge to face.
1: They do all aspects of the game really, really well. You know, they're, they're a physical team. They're technically very, very good tactically very good Um, they do the not so pretty side of the game extremely well you're not going to get a second on the ball they're you in numbers they've had success in March they've played three games scored 10 goals conceded none playing a back four they've changed it Um, they've changed it recently for the last two games and they've got to a back three and they're very attack minded so we've got to work at that we know that
0: On the ice, the Montreal Canadiens have reached the Stanley Cup final after winning 3-2 against the Vegas Golden Knights in Game 6 at home. This is the first time the Habs have reached the final since they lifted the Cup in 1993. A place in the Cup final is at stake when the Tampa Bay Lightning host the New York Islanders in Game 7 tomorrow. The Lightning are hoping to stay on course in their title defence while the Islanders haven't made the final since 1984. Here's our U.S. sports commentator, Ray Jovanovich.
2: Well, again, according to the script, I mean, these two teams so evenly matched. They both only lost 17 games during the regular season. And the Islanders have perhaps the best defense, and and they allowed the lowest number of goals during the regular season. So they're giving the defending champions, Tampa Bay, everything they can offer. Game seven, always uh, always full of drama. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay.
0: In the NBA playoffs, the L.A. Clippers win 106-92 to at home in Game 3 against Phoenix Suns, after dropping the first two in the Western Conference Final, with Paul George dropping 27 points and grabbing 15 rebounds. The win came despite the Clippers missing two-time Finals MVP Kawhi Leonard, who is recovering from a sprained right knee. 24-year-old Zhang Zhezhen has become the first Chinese man to qualify for Wimbledon after he defeated Argentina's Francisco Serrindolo in the final round. Ranked 178 in the world, the Shanghai native is the only Chinese man in the world top 250. And that's the news from RTHK.
2: Getting off the rain. She wants to write a thesis On the population on the privilege The kids fighting off the lane The shop lifting Just drifting like the switchblade on the crossbar of if there's trouble she's got the moves. She's taking an elementary class and fu. A lamp my washing in the laundry So creepin' just my way, but with a little wake, I'll be there. Week, I'll be, I'll be there. excited for a week, but then excitement starts to fade. I don't even know you love, but you're out of touch. Your friendship vocabulary's is not quite so. Good afternoon and welcome to the 123 Show with me, Noreen May. on this Friday afternoon. Friday the 25th of June is today's date. Many thanks once again to Phil for the morning brew today. We're going to have a busy show today on the 123 Show. First of all, we're going to be chatting about mermaid swimming and we'll be hearing about MFI mermaid, which is a mermaid